Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Hey, yo. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Rest in peace to Scott Hall. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as probably everybody here knows, uh, welcome back to Whiskey and Wrestling, by the way. This is a special episode uh, and might lead into a series. Uh, but uh, if it does lead into a series, we're definitely starting off on a very downer. <laughs> yes. Very yeah. down nose. Let's, but let's call this a very special episode yeah. with Whiskey and Wrestling and Friends. Can back off a little bit. I can back off a little bit. You, you can back off. A okay, little bit. I would have to get closer to you then. There, there you go. There we go. Are right. we? Are we better now? Yeah, I turned you down. All right, thank God. <laughs> uh, I can't as, help the fact. As almost everybody probably knows at this point, uh, Monday evening, right before eight o'clock, news came out that Scott Hall had passed away. Yeah, apparently on what was it? Saturday, I believe Sunday. on Saturday. Friday, somewhere in there. Friday, either Friday or Saturday, going to have hip surgery done. Mm -hmm. uh, suffered three heart attacks uh, while on the operating table. Mm -hmm. Blood yeah. clots. And um, from what I'm guessing, never really woke up, recovered. He was put on life support. Uh, Kevin Nash, I think, put out a thing Monday morning, afternoonish, talking about. Uh, that as soon as his family, as soon as Hall's family got there, they were going to take him off life support. Uh, they pulled the plug on him around one, and then he passed around eight. Uh, so, you know, all of us here because we've got some very special guests. We we do have some very special guests here. So let's go around the table. Uh, we'll start with the guest who's been on the podcast before and was on our most recent one. Uh, Brady, you want to introduce yourself and tell him about the podcast? The Brady versus the world that you host? Yeah, uh, that's not happening. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm Brady Davis. Uh, I promise there's not going to be any kind of rants today. Uh, this is a somber occasion. We're being serious-ish, kind of, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, that's me. Hi, I'm uh, Jody Kite. Jody Kite of Fearology fame. Yeah, if, you, yes, if, no. you, if you listened through all of our ads at the end of the show... Which, Which I know are, you, everybody does. Yeah, but of those those of you that do, thank you so very much. Uh, hello, I am Ethan Skinner. Uh, I I am the youngin of uh, uh amongst us. Uh, however, uh, it is upsetting to hear about Scott's passing. Uh, I just absolutely love everything that he did that he did and that I was fortunately able to know about. So, very upsetting. Hello, I'm James McCarthy. They turned my microphone down, so I don't know what to do about this. It's it's because you get right on top of the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I know because that's the only way you'll hear me. No, no, it's, you no, you're gonna mute me. I know you're gonna do it. So, so anyway, yeah, okay. Anyway. Silliness aside. So this is this is being recorded on Wednesday night. We just got done watching Dynamite. Uh, shout out to Thunder Rosa being new AEW champion. Hell that's yeah, pretty Thunder awesome. Rosa. Um. 
but we, we decided since everybody was here and the majority of us with the exception of Ethan kind of grew up in the era of Razor Ramon. I, I uh, actually watched Scott Hall on AWA before he was even in the WWE. Big Scott Big Hall Scott and Gator Magnum, Scott Hall. Magnum yeah. Scott Hall. Yep. yep. The Tag, Diamond Stud. Diamond Stud. Ta- uh, Diamond tagging, Stud. tagging with Kurt Henning yep. winning the AWA championship, yeah. tag, tag so championship. you had them in AWA. He was in AWA. Mm-hmm. He then comes into to WWF at the time mm-hmm. as yep. Razor Ramon, the bad guy, mm-hmm. Chico. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, him and Kevin Nash were instrumental in the change in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah. left yeah. Uh, the WWF outsiders. and went became the outsiders. Right before that, they had that little click, you know, yeah. with uh, you Shawn know Michaels. who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Yeah, oh, and yeah. then they immediately got sued. <laughs> of course, uh, deservedly so. Let's deservedly, deservedly so. Deservedly right. so was but that, it was he was wearing a jeans vest, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Whew. You gotta get sued for that. And they uh WCW got basically got sued, got a cease and desist with the if that happens again, uh we will own you several years before we actually do own you. <laughs> Which um, is why he stopped using the razor ramon like verbiage and cadence. He when stopped the cadence, TV. he he went to just straight up Scott Hall at right. that point. Um but that was to me, and it may be different for anybody else here, but to me that was that was one of the first times that the the curtain kind of got drawn back, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, because that was before Luger showed up, wasn't it? It was. No, Luger, no, no, Luger, was, Luger, showed up Luger was the first, Luger was the first episode right. of Nitro Yeah, ever. that's right. From the Mall of, the America. Mall of America. That's right. Yeah. He was like the In last that thing that puppy happened. shirt. Yes. Right. Um, but, you know, you, you had this, this thing that, that happened, right? Because I was a WWF kid. Mm-hmm. You know, we watched... Uh, Saturday morning superstars, you know, that kind of stuff. Got rock to and see wrestling. Rock and wrestling connection. Absolutely. Got to see uh, you know, when Shawn Michaels super kicked Marty Jannetty through the butcher shop window, you mm-hmm. know, or the barbershop window. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't pay attention to WCW. I didn't mm-hmm. watch that at the time. That's because there was really nothing going on in WCW before right. that started. Yeah, it was like Hogan versus the Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, and like the third iteration of Sting that nobody right. cared about. Yeah. Well, you, got, so, you had Sting versus Flair mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah. Those right. were the guys. Mm-hmm. So, so seeing them pop up on Nitro was that... That was a big deal. Th- that was a thing. Of course, WWF tried to cover it up. They tried mm-hmm. to... You got fake Diesel and fake Racer Ramon. Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, shout out to Glenn Kane. Jacobs. Yeah, shout <laughs> right. out to Kane, aka Isaac Yankum, aka really Kane, aka the mayor of something Knox in County. Knox County, uh, Kentucky. Tennessee. Was it Tennessee? Yeah. I can't remember the states mm-hmm. anymore. Um but you know, like like I was saying though, that was that was a pivotal pivotal yeah, pivotal. pivotal moment in wrestling. Indeed yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And then Hogan, of course, came over afterwards and you know, NWO, and then that was just like strap a rocket on wrestling at that time because right at, at that point wrestling was kind of dead well you know? the, the nwo storyline which started with the outsiders mm-hmm. led directly to stone cold steve austin yeah the rock the yeah. whole attitude they had to compete whole with attitude WCW. Yeah. i will i will say that it indirectly led to it because they didn't have to respond that way they did what i think ended oh, yeah. up I happening would. in wcw is that what the direct thing is there. You finally had direct competition mm-hmm. to the two two World Wrestling Federation, which had not happened, I think, since 
the major territories tried to yeah. get together for uh, All American. I think it was called uh, All America or uh, Pro Wrestling USA. Excuse yeah. me. Before, after, there was no competition for the WWF for about half a decade. I would mm-hmm. argue they had to, because if they didn't, WWF would have folded. They would, were already in the process of nearly folding anyway. I would argue the change is direct, but how the change is is, is a separate thing in and of itself. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think we're... We kind of got a whole argument. Yeah, I mean, it. The thing I, is, it's like Scott Hall's tied to that era. Well, yeah. so we're he's gonna, the vanguard. Like right, he's, he's the, the vanguard. legitimately vanguard right. of that era of it. Yeah. Because yeah. as soon as he's coming you know, down the stairs, you knew something was different right, about yeah. this. Because it yeah. did not ha- like that all didn't of these happen. Like you have like I, I love him to death. You have John Moxley coming out of the crowd. You had the Shield coming out of the mm-hmm. crowd. Long before any of that, at least right. I get thinking in the minds of everybody who was here you around have in that the era. Outsiders. You also, have, and specifically, you have Scott Hall right. coming out of the stands and jumping over the guardrail. And, yeah. and yeah. Exactly. while he was, while we and still Tony Shavon screaming right. in the background, what's mm-hmm. he doing? What's he? What's doing? he? What's mm-hmm. he here for? Yeah, yeah. before that, the, his work in the WWF at the time. Like is a, the ladder match you had with Michaels. I was just about very. That. I believe that was the first the, one of the, the first. That was, was the that first. was the first at yeah. least like televised ladder mm-hmm. match. That was that that's that's something like as I've been as it came by that he passed like that's something that keeps running over yeah. my head. That, that was ladder a very match. formative. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I I never watched wrestling live. I watched wrestling. I I rented, rented the tapes tape. from, mm-hmm. from the local store. Video. I did a lot watching of that. that. I was like, oh my god, this is like. Yeah, this is so amazing. And they had one ladder. They had everybody. one ladder. They, they didn't have one... fifteen ladders around the stage. Sir, they had one. Ladder. They had one very cheap, very cheap aluminum painter's was, ladder. Was it was down, a gimmick, though. It was yeah, a gimmick. It was gimmick. down the the ramp. So they right. had to run down the ramp, come and get it, and then bring it back in. But that was such a good. And I haven't watched it in a while. It might not hold up, but I remember. It holds that up. I'm sure it such does. it holds up. a good match, and it was so cool. And I just remember. Look, uh, Razor Ramon doing that, doing the little slide the walk. underneath, underneath the ladder. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh man, he walked underneath the ladder. And I was like, oh man, this is so awesome. Scott Hall. And I've, I've seen this a bunch of times said on Twitter, said on Reddit, things of that nature. Scott Hall was effortless, effortlessly cool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And he made mm-hmm. wrestling cool. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're talking, this is still the era of. You know, say your prayers, take your vitamins, drink your milk. We're still in that era. In the era of over-the-top characters. Here's Scott Hall with the chains and the lowrider, flicking the toothpick, Mm -hmm. you know, just being anti-establishment before Stone Cold did it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And on a side note, you know, let's just take one second to talk about gimmicks and characters back during that time period. Triple H, uh, Hunter said one time that depending on who played that character, made mm-hmm. that character. Like, there could have been 99 other guys that could have gotten the Taker gimmick, and it would yep. have been f- shits. Yep. But the same thing goes for Razor Ramon. Anybody else get that character? The shits. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I'm sorry. 
That's all right. <laughs> we'll beep it. Okay. Yeah. It would have been bad. Okay. We we get to curse on our podcast. Okay. They don't let us to curse yeah, just, here. I'm That's why it. I've been quiet for the last. Yeah, we're, still, <laughs> we're still in the PG era. I, I got so, you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. My bad. In the no, no, era. But you, it's fine. We but, we didn't right. address it beforehand. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. All right. I'll take care of it. Okay. But, sure. No problem. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, make it louder and you know, with an echo. The, the Razor Ramon gimmick could have been anybody played that gimmick. Well, we saw that. Right. Yeah. We saw right. 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 Who got the who got the job as fake razor because he could in the back say, Hey, yo. And that was the reason they mm-hmm. made him fake razor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, this, this just shows that character mm-hmm. meant something that they had to try and, Oh my God, we got to make a, we got to make a new razor. The, the crowd will buy it. Right. Uh, no. t- the the crowd did not no, buy it. No, no not at all. Not at all, uh, did not buy it. Um, they tried it a couple times with a couple of different like, uh, characters you know, too. Talking about moments, my the Razor Ramon moment that sticks out for me. We've talked about the ladder match was when he lost to the one two three kid. That was a big yeah. one because Scott Waltman or Sean Waltman rather, yeah, Sean Waltman, uh, was a quote unquote jobber, right? Yeah. Right, they had he had been on several Saturday morning superstars as mm-hmm. a jobber, and he rolled up Razor Ramon one two three. What? Oh my God! You know, super major upset here. Mm-hmm. And then like he got squashed, and then he did it again. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it led to it led into that. You know, it led into that whole thing. Oh, um, and also that's the impetus for his face turn yeah. in the WWF. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Hall's face turn mm-hmm. in the WWF. Excuse me. But um, you also had Scott Hall was saying like, "This kid needs to beat me." Yeah, exactly. Like he, he was he was advocating for him in the back, saying, "Hey, this will be great." Yeah, uh, and he has I mean, a history of that threat. Like mm-hmm. he so, he yeah. put Jericho over. Like yeah, yeah. Jer- like fifty year old like now icon Chris Jericho. Yeah, gets a rub from Scott Hall by being beaten by Scott Hall during the NWO times. Yep, that no one did that. No one did that. Not in that for era. about a year, year and a half. You did not get regular wins against the NWO because they were built for heat, 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 and then yeah. finally let it go. Mm. Uh, that that alone shows you, like he, there was a selflessness there that I don't think really. I think it's played up because he was in the clique, and the clique is typically uh, portrayed as selfish and uh, wanting uh, wanting just for them. I'm of the opinion that, and, and I agree with same, uh, similar statements made by uh, Kevin Nash and also by other wrestlers just not talking about them. It's like, you got to fight for your spot. Mm-hmm. And if you have a group of people that are fighting alongside you, you're going to be in a better position. Yeah. You want to call yeah. that greedy, that's fine. But I mean, that's the nature of the business, at least back in that mm-hmm. era. And I would even imagine even to this day still that you've got to be able to articulate why you should be in that spot and then you go out there and prove it. Yeah. Scott right. Hall could prove it on a nightly exactly. basis. I mean, and let's let's look at who was in the clique. You'd look, you you had Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Shawn Walton. Mm-hmm. All of those guys on their own are great. You put them all working together and supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, and that's absolutely. what we got. Ethan, Absolutely. what about you, man? What uh, what what uh, Scott Hall memory do you have that really stands out? Uh, seeing how young I am, I I don't really I don't know any of the like past WCW moments that mm-hmm. uh, you guys hold on to. Uh, one one thing that I kind of like remember uh most recently uh, 
I, I watched replays of uh, like WrestleMania moments. Uh, WrestleMania 31, it was Sting versus Triple H, I believe. And uh, there's that one, there's that moment where Degeneration X comes out. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Shawn Michael, you have uh, X Pac. Uh, right, who's Shawn Waltman, who was Sean also Waltman, in the yes. NWO, which yeah. was that was uh, a weird, right, that yeah. was a weird thing yeah. there. But then you have the NWO come out to help Sting, and you, you see Kevin Nash, you see Scott Hall, mm-hmm. you see Hulk Hogan come out, and you, ju- and you just have. You have Degeneration X and NWO just going at each other. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of something that I, that I remember fondly. And that was it. That was I thought it was really cool because that was a throwback. Mm-hmm. You know, again, mm-hmm. we we go back to that Attitude Era. After WCW really took off, due to Nash and Hall and, and, and Hogan, Hogan, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, DX was created as a direct competition to them. And then you get all the vignettes with them outside of the WCW arena. Yeah, the war. Tanks, mm-hmm. you know, Legit war. Them and shouting, uh, free Sean, yeah. you know, stuff like that <laughs> in the background. Again, these were all guys that were friends. This, yeah. Oh, yeah, they stayed WWF friends. WWF had, had DX, which was the WWF oh. version of the click. And WCW had Paul and Nash, mm-hmm. which was the WCW well, click. They like, were friends. And... It led directly to that one of those first really big kayfabe breaking moments mm-hmm. yep. with the, the uh, curtain, curtain call, call. curtain yeah. call, and the guard call. Yeah. Right. So, uh, on one of their last nights in the uh, company before they jumped ship to WCW, um, there was a match between the two of them, and I want to say it was Sean and it was Sean and Razor, Sean and Razor on one side, Sean and Razor. Versus it wasn't Diesel. no, it was just Sean and Razor. It was just Sean and Razor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was just Sean and Razor, and then. Hall and Triple H came out. Came out after. Yeah. And this was and a house got, show. It was in a yeah. cage. Right. A, yeah, yeah. Cage, I remember a house show cage. cage match in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And, and someone they, had a video camera. Yep. Someone had a video camera because mm-hmm. they got in the ring and all hugged and threw up the, the two sweet. Uh, Which. And like that led to uh, Triple H getting punished hard. So because Triple H, Triple mm-hmm. H was going to win King of the Ring that year. Right. And the winner of King of the Ring that mm-hmm. year was none, what? Other than, <laughs> none other than Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, and you can't it, punish yeah. the champion who you was Shawn Michaels. The yeah. And they couldn't punish, punish the two Paul and Nash that were, that were leaving. No. So they had so to punish Triple H. Triple H, H caught the heat on that one. Right. He went from, you know, uh, almost to win King of the almost to win uh, uh, King of the Ring, wasn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah King, mm-hmm. of King, King of the Ring. Gonna, he was going to win King of the Ring to becoming a jobber for a while. Yeah. Uh, I think then, infamously that's the year that he had that job squash match with uh, the Ultimate Warrior on hit by yep. yeah. many at twelve. Yep. Yeah, when yes. he like stood up out of the pedigree, like yeah, yep. So again, major point in wrestling history, yeah. changing like and here's Scott things. Hall. Scott Hall was there. Well, yeah, something I learned recently: Scott Hall was pretty much the guy who came up with Pro Sting. He was, yes. yeah. He, he he like, like without that right we wouldn't yeah. have had that he's, he, we he probably wouldn't have had that version of he's Sting. like dude we still Sting, have surfer you should Sting. come out still have surfer Sting, which i would be all for I, would, I really wish we had surfer Sting in AEW. i don't know if we had 16? if we had surfer Sting, i, I would want to see the bright it just yellow tights just for the blonde hair if we had surfer Sting, still we would not have New Jack Sting, which we got two weeks ago that is true jumping off of balconies on the tables killing andrade and new generation sting Darby Allen. Yeah. <laughs> um but but yeah, I mean, you know, you can Scott Hall was one of the greatest intercontinental champions. 
belt mm-hmm. of all time, mm-hmm. hands down. Um, when that belt meant something, not now when mm-hmm. it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the IC yeah. belt used to mean like number one contender, right? Or something it used like to be that. Number one contender for a while, and then after they kind of got away from that concept, mm-hmm. the IC title was the workhorse title. Yeah, it was the mm-hmm. title that you saw on weekly television. Mm-hmm. You know, you never saw you saw Hogan, or you saw Savage, or you saw Warrior, and they had the belt, mm-hmm. but they never defended the belt. Mm-hmm. Those were on the paper papers, you know. But they would come up and they'd have the belt on their shoulder and blah 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 blah. And then, you know, every couple of months or so, you might see an Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Those, were the, those were the moments you got on TV, right? And Hall was the king of it. Yep. In fact, uh, I think Tony Siobhan said it. Hall and Tony Siobhan had the very first segment on the very first Raw. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember uh, reading something about that. You know, so again, a major point in wrestling history. There he is. And here's Scott Hall in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of, I think we were talking about it a couple of days ago or yesterday. Uh, one of the greatest to never have a world title. Yeah. Yep. That was, a, mm-hmm. that was the question that I was going to eventually lead into. And so yeah. now that you've bro- broken the glass, here we go. now that you've broken the glass. So Scott Hall never was ch- uh, the world champion in WWF or in WCW. Uh, is he the best never to win the main, the, the main belt? Um, uh, uh, for me, it's Piper. Like, so I was, I, for me, I, I agree me. with you on that. It's, it's Piper as well. It's a really hard decision on those top five. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I have to. I think I have to put Piper above him. Uh are we putting Piper above him just because of the era that Piper was, and the opponents that Piper had? And I, I'm, I'm legitimately yeah. asking this question. Yeah. Like, yes, because. I would argue that wrestling was bigger mm-hmm. when Piper was in the mix than it was when Paul would have been in the mix. Okay. At least WWF. Yeah, WWF, right. yeah. Um, so I would definitely have to put Piper, I think, ahead of him. Yeah. Um, really, other than that, though, I think Paul would have to be probably my number two. I'd I would put Mr. Yeah. Perfect, I would put in the box. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's in, he's in, he's in that top five, I would think, even though he won one in AWA. Because, because someone in this round table has said this to me in text form before. Um, I, I don't consider, uh, Kurt Hennig, uh, Mr. Perfect in this because he did hold the AWA title. And I do have some reverence to that title because Mm -hmm. of the importance it had in wrestling history, especially in the Americas, especially in the Midwest, not just Minneapolis, but specifically Chicago. Mm -hmm. One of the, one of the inspirations for CM Punk was like the Chicago based shows uh, that were coming out from the AWA. And so, also for Gagne to put a title on anybody else was also a big deal. I, I, I respect people putting him on there for that. I do think it is a discredit to the AWA to not recognize that belt. So the, the biggest reason I mentioned that has to do with the, that was before the national wrestling era. The AWA was a thing, but the AWA was not something that somebody in Key West, Florida, or Seattle, Washington could turn on their TV and watch I, on Saturdays. Well, I agree I, with you, but I wouldn't call it the national wrestling era. I would call it the cable wrestling era. Right, because they, they were on they ESPN. Were on ESPN. No, I agree they with you. They were on ESPN. I, I the terminology on that. Yeah. No, because yeah. the AWA was on ESPN. Um, 
of all people, uh, the Blanchards out of I want to say Houston, not Houston, um, not not oh San Antonio had us had the USA Network before Vince did, and they just mm-hmm. screwed it up, mm-hmm. and that opened the way for Vince to get on to. But then Turner, well, I wasn't even talking about Raw. I was talking about like Saturday morning superstars, yeah, and, right. You know those kind of things, yeah. Um, but even like I want to I want to say like syndication starts before cable does but i think they kind of go hand in hand in that mm-hmm. the fact that you could have this show that you could package and kind of send out kind of like the McDo- kind of like the mcdonald's of wrestling yeah and I think, and that's that's what i mean yeah what well, i mentioned like, pre-wcw like, nwa like talk, on tbs we can talk all day long about right. rick flair and right. the amount of nwa titles mm-hmm. he yeah. won and those all i would say count yeah, you know when you start talking about rick oh, flair they ha- like the national wrestling alliance yeah. title has to count mm-hmm. but Rick Flair doesn't fall on that list because Rick Flair won WWF titles right, and WCW titles. So, yeah. you know, he won the ma- quote-unquote major leagues is what I would say. At least to this point. Um, I, it's a, just another person that deserves to be on that list, mm-hmm. it, relatively recent, Cesaro. Cesaro's never won he it. He hasn't won it, but he's also still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At so, a at a true. very consistent good work rate level too. Yeah, so but, I would I would if Cesaro ends his career, I agree he one hundred percent deserves to be on that list. Yeah. At the moment, he could still win a title somewhere. AEW, go back to WWF or WWE rather. Uh, either if way. Cesaro shows up in WWF, yeah, that'd be great. I'm fighting, a, to... fighting a panda. Yeah, <laughs> world wildlife fun. Um, and to bring it kind of back, the only person. And this might be just because he passed. The only person that I would put ahead uh Scott Hall is I but I feel like yeah. other there's than, a there's a level of sentimentality that I have yeah, to fight mm-hmm. with, with that because with with oh but the, and um, I might have Hall higher because he just recently passed, but I really do think that he should have like I, I think, I think prob- to me he's probably and Yeah, I and think I, the I, I was going to say, I think the issue with Owen, I, I agree Owen deserves to be on the list. Size? It, well, not even that. Uh, he, not was, even size. he was still rising mm-hmm. when he died. Right. I would argue he was on a horrible test pattern. He, yeah. yeah well, the, the, I, the, the gimmick the he died under. Shit, like, yeah. I think if he, and this is, this is such wishful thing because mm-hmm. everything's inevitable after it happens. Right. His death stops us from seeing Owen Hart versus Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Owen yeah. Hart versus Chris yeah. Benoit before before exactly. it became the most right. evil thing that ever yeah. happened. Owen Hart versus Chris Jericho. Like, all of these matches I, that, yeah. in my head... Okay, so let me let me rephrase what I was saying. Instead of saying rising, Owen Hart still had plenty of career left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. What That's Owen true. Hart had shown as Owen Hart, he would have been a champion. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, we can't say that with, with certainty because... See, I don't, you know, I don't even necessarily goes, believe but, that because of the way that they treated him as saw him. Yeah, they I didn't get, treat him. He he's kind of like a Cesaro thing, where like he has all of this limitless I, I don't talent know. almost. But and, back and, in those days, I could honestly see him becoming something special, especially with Brett jumping ship and all of that. Kind well, of one would say that the, you know jumping ship was the reason that's, why. That's right. what yeah, I was about like, to say. Like, Brady right, took right, the yeah, words yeah. right out of my mouth. But, Sorry. Yeah. No. 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 You're good. And, and yeah, Brett jumped ship because of because of Owen and everything that happened there, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I also think you run into the issues of, you know, Brett wanting to leave WWF. Mm-hmm. The the whole screw job, the whole yeah, everything. No guaranteed contracts, man. Yep. The fact that Hall and Nash mm-hmm. 
had gone to WCW, had right. created this this guaranteed contract, this favored nations, this you know full creative control mentality right. in WCW. I think your Bret Hart's, I think your you know your your guys at the top of the game in WWF at that time. I believe they probably would have jumped anyway. Right. I think yeah, Brett would have probably gone ahead and jumped simply because he was fixing to be offered a truckload of money because he was Brett freaking Hart, mm-hmm. you know. And go, going back to Hall for just a second, he was there for the beginning of the NWO. Yeah. He was there for the decline mm-hmm. during the Goldberg era. Oh, yeah. Where they ran that whole entire faction into the ground. Yep. And people See, were tired of it after about two years. They ran it into the ground because... 75% like if you have a faction four maybe five is i think when a good three limit. quarters of the when three quarters of the rosters oh, yeah. are in NWO well, black and, and white even then once yeah. it got down to the very end you had NWO NWO Wolfpack and you had like one dude that was still WCW mm-hmm. yeah you know? and that man was Diamond Dallas Page well, there was yeah. the millionaires yeah. club gimmick they had where they oh, had like no the, no right? no we've gone too far okay. no <laughs> no turn around no <laughs> no we're in a nosedive stop Hulk Hogan stop anyway. the recording Scott Scott Hall's uh, responsible for killing Goldberg's streak actually if you yeah, want to go yeah, into it he was it. the one who with the, uh, taser. One who yep, taser. the taser with the cow, cattle prod cattle prod yeah I mean but he's really? also randomly dressed as security, but yeah. like mm-hmm. that's clearly Scott Hall. Yeah, right. that's the only that's the yep. only six nine guy with slicked back <laughs> yeah. hair and a ponytail. Yeah, like and at a least toothpick. give, give him <laughs> right. a fake mustache. One thing that I've never been a fan of in wrestling, and this is WCW and WWF, and that's, slash a, that's e. two big things to not be fans of in wrestling: WCW and WWF. No, something <laughs> that they've done in the past, and that is turn someone's vice into a gimmick. Oh yeah, and they did that with Hall. They did that with Hall. They did that with the uh, Road Warrior um, with uh, Hawk. 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 Did that with Hawk as yep. well. They did, it with with Hall. Jeff Hardy. they did yeah. it with Hardy. They did it with Hardy. They've, they've done that too many times with Jeff Hardy. They've done that a lot. Right. Yeah, uh, that makes uh, me you know, physically I think, ill. I think as a again, if we're looking at a complete retrospect of the mm-hmm. man, yeah, we have to bring that up. Yeah, he had his demons. Yeah, he did. And he conquered them. He and did he conquered them with the with help, the help of Diamond with, Dallas with help, Page and 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 Jake the Snake. Yeah, and having that, and also Triple H and Shawn yeah. Michaels. Yeah, a lot of Shawn people Altman, definitely, like, really and truly with with all of his friends, everything, and the WWE. Even, I mean, yeah. WWE, as much as we give them crap about mm-hmm. their booking and about their their employment practices, I guess is the best way to put that. Um, even when Moxley here recently was going to uh, rehab, rehab, WWE offered to pay for it. Yeah, and he was just recently a champion of their biggest rival. They do WWE have their perks. Offered to pay for it because he's an alumni. And, you and know. I, we can give WWE all the crap in the world, and they deserve it. So definitely, yeah. but that <clears> policy <throat> of Vince's, mm-hmm. Butch, <laughs> that policy of Vince's. Butch. I said, I said no rants, and I meant that <laughs> in honor of Scott Hall, in honor, of, in honor of the bad guy, in honor yeah. of the bad guy. But that policy, that that policy of Vince's, that policy of WWE. Is one of the greatest things that WWE has ever yeah. done. Well, oh yeah, any any company has ever. Done. It was it was honestly nice. It, it was great to see Scott clean up. Yeah, because that directly led to Razor Ramon getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, where he rightfully deserves mm-hmm. to be. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, 
and then he he comes out he has his in his uh induction speech which michael read the end of it at the beginning of the show um you know those words have stuck around Mm -hmm. for a while you know definitely that's a that's a uh what is it uh espn guy uh v uh dickie v um dick vitale dick vitale yep and his speech that he gave no that wasn't him who was that oh no that jim valvano you're talking about don't give up don't ever give up that's That's, yeah as far as award speeches goes yeah those are those oh no for valvano's is number one period but sure 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 but hall hall same 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 thing feeling same emotion behind it you know that you know look at what i've been through in my life look at what i've done and i'm here yeah yeah i'm better i'm alive right here and at that point for me personally as a fan there's not a whole lot of times where, like, I get emotional during any sort of yeah. wrestling thing yeah. anymore. That made me feel something. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? Like, that really, really did. Oh, yeah. You know, and then he goes in, of course, with, he's a two-time Hall of Famer because he went in with NWO mm-hmm. uh, here a couple of years ago, I think. Three years ago. Whatever they were. 2020. Do we get Scott Hall to go into the Hall of Fame as Scott Hall? I don't think so. And and I say that because Scott Hall was not ever a WWE wrestler. Well, we say that, but the NWO is inducted, and one of them is Scott Hall. So true, I mean, true. he is right, in there right, as right. himself, and also but, and as no, his and I don't see him, he but I back. don't see him going in separately. I, mean, I guess. And when the, when the w, when it, yeah, because when, when he came back, he, he came back as Scott, Scott Hall and Kevin yeah. Nash. So, uh, but, and know, that was they've inducted, they reached legend status at that point. So. You know, and they they've inducted. WCW stars. Yeah. They've been done just non WWE wrestlers. It's like, it's like I don't see them inducting Glenn Jacobs. You know, yeah. They're not going to induct Mark Calloway. Are, are they going to uh, induct uh, the. What was his name? I ruined it. Um, <laughs> was it Butch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be Butch, not Pete Dunn. That, uh, that infuriates me just as much as it infuriates me. I've Brady. had. No, I, like, I've had my aneurysm. Oh, like, okay. That part of my brain okay. that registers that is it's, dead. I just found this shit out. I'm a, like, my bad. I just shit, found this out recently. Shit, okay. Yeah. Uh, on an MRI, it's just a black spot. Right, right, right. <laughs> Don't you worry. seem to have a pocket just above your cerebrum, Mr. Davis. <laughs> I was going to say... You don't? Do you see them inducting Isaac Yankum DDS? No, uh, no. What you brought it back? You brought we, it back. We are trying to solemnize the legacy of Scott Hall, and you bring Isaac Yankum into this. I would be kind of surprised if they inducted that was that was him because I was don't Kevin know if they've ever yes. done like a like a person under two different gimmicks. Uh, None that I can think of. Um, they might do it for sentimental because because usually I WWE think... is going to take take advantage of sentimentality ever that can this is a perfect time to do that yeah and i mean the thing was the Uh, a big part of the razor ramon induction was about his scott hall time yeah yeah of course they just they just tagged it as razor ramon because that's the wwe eyesed version i would have preferred as a fan if they had done scott hall in all of his gimmicks yeah Yeah. And, and i wish that that's what they would do is don't induct the gimmick induct the person who performed the game? Yeah, and I, but, I think I think in du- in WWE's defense, there I think that's what they thought they think they're doing, mm-hmm. um, because in WWE he was Razor Ramon, he wasn't Scott Hall, so I, I think that's maybe part of it. 
Uh, but I do agree to a point that, hey, let, let's induct him as Scott Hall. Oh, yeah, he was Razor. He was this. He was uh, but at the same token, you know, they do the same thing for, you know, Kane. Yeah. Or I'm sure they will do. Kane's not. No, Kane, Kane is, is in. Kane's in. Kane's in. Yeah. Kane's in. Kane went in. He, he was put in, he was put he was in, in, in as, the lost years. Yeah. And he was put in as Kane. So, yeah. you know, it wasn't he wasn't put in as Glenn Jacobs. But they talked about all the other stuff that he did, including fake diesel. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so Does anybody else have anything to say about Scott Hall or ever I think if we could just once around the one thing that you in your opinion is what Scott Hall should be best remembered for. Okay. Who, well, why don't would, you start, Jay? I will start out. Uh for me it's getting the boys paid. He got himself paid first and I I hold no fault to that, but one of the things they would talk about is Brett was happy being the WWE champion cuz he would just as long as he had the belt, he was cool with the money he was being paid mm-hmm. for a good while. Him moving over for guaranteed money, which now means that these guys are getting guaranteed pay as opposed to just an opportunity, mm-hmm. which at that point, just get, we're giving you exposure. Don't worry, it's as good as money. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Uh, I think him doing that along with Kevin Nash, I think that's one of the watershed. That's one of the watershed parts that we don't talk about during the attitude slash NWO era mm-hmm. stuff is the fact that. For a lot of the top and mid guys, I won't say necessarily for the bottom card, but a lot of top and the mid guys, they started getting paid a lot better because they had to be paid a lot better. Because, again, that competition was there. And, again, who's at the vanguard of it? Scott Hall. So, yeah, that, that to me is, I think, the biggest thing for, for me thinking about Scott Hall is that he got a fair pay for the people who are making billions for billionaires. I would say, personally, uh, putting younger guys over, like we were talking about the one, two, three yeah. kid making those kind of sacrifices. There are a lot of guys backstage that would not do that, you oh, know, yeah. not give up their spot. Especially in that era. Right. That yeah. time period, they were real greedy about holding on to those top spots. So I think, you know, him. And, him. and even in the era of, like, WCW, when everybody had, like, creative control, he would take loss as well. Of like, course. I remember um, when when Goldberg won the title, he had to fight Scott Hall earlier in the night. And right. Scott Hall. I remember it being a pretty good match. I was young and stupid, so it might probably won't hold up because it is a Goldberg match. Right. But uh, but I what, what I remember of that it was obviously the better of the two Goldberg yeah. had that night. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not everybody would have taken a loss right before he knew he's gonna have to take a, the the gonna get the championship. Right. Yeah. Um. I would just say that it's it's being on the edge of change. You know, yeah. I mean, Scott Hall getting the boys paid, mm-hmm. that was a direct part of being on the edge of change that was coming. It had to be done. Putting the younger talent over and at a time when nobody did that, you know, um, that kind of stuff. Plus things like the ladder match, which nobody had ever yeah. seen, you know, all of that really and truly, that's all on him. I, w- I was going to say, remember him for revitalizing wrestling because wrestling was on the decline. Yeah. At that yeah, point. Yeah, very true. And mm-hmm. Very true. With his actions, which caused the boys to get paid, which, mm-hmm. you know, it changed wrestling. Mm. He came in and did what he had to do, got himself over, got himself paid, got the boys paid, changed wrestling for the better. And it's hasn't changed since. Yeah. I mean, we can't we can't make definitives of course, but 
without Hall and Nash acting as they did in that that pivotal moment in time, I don't think you have the mega stars of today. Yeah. Well, you he he allowed WWF at the time to have that competition. And yeah. They mm-hmm. put forth both. They had to. Yeah. Got better. Forth their best. Like they got better. You know. And we're not saying. That, at least I'm not saying that Scott Hall's. Scott Hall is the sole person responsible. Yeah, no, no, no. But, but integral, integral. Yeah, you yeah. know, if it's not for him, if it's not for Eric Bischoff, if it's mm-hmm. not for Kevin Nash, doing what they all did together, wrestling. I don't think wrestling's here in the form that we know it today. I think wrestling is still here, but I, but in the form today, yeah. absolutely not. Because I, I would argue you don't have a Roman Reigns, you no. don't have a John Cena, you don't have a stone cold you don't have the rock yeah without wcw you don't have that without wcw pushing the envelope to the point that they did you don't have wwf responding and i know Mm. you disagree with me jay but you don't have wwf responding in the way that they did pushing it yeah in my opinion if you didn't have scott hall and kevin nash take having taking those actions you wouldn't have you you wouldn't have as many people like on on the edges of the seat to see what's what's gonna happen what's gonna happen I mean, for the future of wrestling let, whether it's WWE whether it's AEW anything it, along those lines. Well, let's be real here. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash got Hulk Hogan to turn heel. Yeah. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash got this the 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 greatest American hero of the eighties, the real American. Yep. To turn heel. Real talk. I thought that Hogan's theme music was actually the anthem for the United States. I'm not kidding. A lot of children No, no, no. I just thought that two minutes ago. Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Hulk Hogan was never a bad guy. Right. Yeah. He was always mm-hmm. the good guy. He mm-hmm. was always the, like I said earlier, say your prayers, drink your milk, take your vitamins. He was that guy. Even when he was objectively the bad guy, he Even was the good he, guy. He was the bad mm-hmm. guy backstage for damn sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. My apologies for interrupting, but let me inter. Yes, there was a period before Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan where he was a bad guy and he was his manager was Freddie Blassie. Yeah, yeah. And but- so that, in a haunt, this is for the three people that were like, I'm going to write a stern email to these guys that he was a bad guy before. Is that the alien from no, Men in Black? No. Go, go back, go back to your Tony Storm OnlyFans. Spend your money and time there. Stop listening to this podcast. They don't need yours because they got millions of people listening to this podcast. I wish. They don't need your you three. So there you so, go on that. But yeah, I mean... I would say for the majority of wrestling fans, Hulk Hogan was never a bad guy. Yeah. He was never a heel. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. No. It, it, to the it, point it, where in WCW, up until he walked through the curtain. People thought everything was going to be good Sting, guy Hogan. Wait, wait, wait. Sting was sitting back there in the gorilla position, ready to go out and no, be the third no. guy. No. Sting was in Sting the was match. in the ring. Sting, Sting was, was ready for the call to be the bad guy. Sting, the, the contingency plan was Sting was the third member and he was going to turn. At some that point, was the I contingency wanted... plan because every time they mentioned it to Hogan, Hogan was like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm in, I'm going to be the heel. And then like an hour later, he, I just can't do it. I can't, I can't, I can't turn on the fans. I can't be a bad guy. I just can't do it. I can't do it. And at that point, the fans were starting to turn on him in any way. The though. fans had People. turned on The fans him. had turned. Now, no. before we get too far down this, at some point, I want to have another roundtable discussion 
where we talk about what wrestling looks like had Sting turn, not Hogan. That was, yeah. But tonight is about Scott Hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- that was the influence that this man had. You know, that was the draw point of you made the faciest face ever turn heel because yeah. he wanted to be part of what you were doing. Granted, maybe part of that was he saw all the dollar signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, well, mm-hmm. and you have Scott. But that, and also, uh, just a, a shout out to Kevin Sullivan. Like, Kevin Sullivan was instrumental in telling him, like, get, on making him yeah. understand, this is the way the business is going, brother. And, yeah, yeah go this way. And he was right. Like, yeah. he was 100% correct on that. And, path. you know, let's let's talk about Scott and Kevin putting in the work when it came to the NWO gimmick to begin with in the outside. Mm-hmm. They... WCW wanted to put their merch in the merchandise stalls. Yeah. And Scott and Kevin were like, what are you doing? No. Story, we don't work for you. Yeah. We have to be out there selling this stuff. Yeah. And they did it. Exactly. They they held that story. Because, again, this is in the uh, mid, late 90s. Mm -hmm. 1996, I think. 96. Um, 96 to 98. Yeah, 96 to 98-ish. Yeah. So this is pre-internet right. or pre-major internet. You, yeah. you had like yeah. AOL, you had little things like that. But right. For the most part, this is pre, pre-internet. Right. Uh, that is a thing that existed, Ethan. There was a time before the <laughs> There internet. was a time yes. where not everybody had a computer in their house. Um, so you couldn't hop on the dirt sheets real quick and see, oh, uh, Kevin Nash and mm-hmm. uh, Scott Hall were released from WWE. Right. Uh, oh, they, they signed with WCW. Oh, this is the stuff going on, right? You didn't see that, so right. it was legit a shock. Yeah, and going when they going back, up. right, and going back one second, you know, when Lex debuted the night before he wrestled at a pay per view for the WWE, yeah, before and then he, he debuted, debuted on the next, the next night on Nitro, you know, so yeah. we still had those moments where it was like, oh my god, anything you know? can happen, yeah, anything can happen, and the fact that they played it, they thought safe enough, but not quite mm-hmm. with the you know here's these two guys we do know who they are right they never said they were diesel they never said they were razor ramon Mm-mm. but what are they doing in a wcw ring right you know and they were oh, presented crap. they were presented as if they didn't work for yeah they were presented as yeah. being invading and well, they were literally that. called the outsiders right. like and and a lot of that credit goes to bischoff too sure for that sure. for oh, that yeah, creative no. absolutely yeah. absolutely i think we we could all sit here and go on and on forever Probably. um i do think it's it's about that time uh, i just want to uh, something less super fit super fit more superficial and less like uh reverent the Razor's Edge slash Outsider's Edge is just a cool finish. It is. Oh, for sure. Like, it that's, is. Yes, that's just absolutely. a really cool finishing move. And that, your, the, your just all of his. using it now. Yeah, and, and his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Damien Priest. Damien oh, Priest. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw that he did The that. arm shake that he would do when he got yeah. in the ring. His, yeah, 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 all of his shake. mannerisms. All his mannerisms. The, the, the slide. The, the, the slide. Yeah. Thing. The yeah. slide. Walk, walk like an how about, Egyptian. How about the fact that Scott Hall was standing in the middle of a ring and some fan threw a cup at him that was full of liquid and without even missing a beat he just used his hands and ran it through his hair to slick his hair back and (laughs) never even stopped what he was doing yeah again the man 
was cool ever, ever. And that was it. And and speaking of cool, McNarb Gaming here in Gautier, Mississippi. Look at that ad transition. Woo, transition. <laughs> allowing us to use this space. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Gregory Spanier, Thank and you, all Greg. the workers Thank you, Greg. there. Yeah. Guys, come on down here. They have everything you could ever want if you were looking for games. They've got all of the RPGs. They've got card games, board games. If you want to learn how to game, if you want to play a game that you've never played before, come check them out. There's somebody here that can help you with that. Mike, pick a pick a game that they should buy that you can get at McNarp Gaming. Pick, pick a game that they pick should a, buy. Pick a game they should buy. Do it. Wingspan. Wingspan. Because you just bought Wingspan, I believe, for your girl, right? I did. There you go. That, 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 that's a that's quality husband material, Caitlin. <laughs> you thank him. You thank him. And even though we we didn't drink tonight, no. grab a bottle at Big Dog Liquor. Uh, they have all kinds of discounts. You can get pretty much anything you want there: uh, wine, vodka, gin, tequila, whiskey, whatever. If you're a senior, they have senior day discounts. If you're military, they give military discounts. They give case discounts. They give all kinds of discounts that you can then use that money to go to McNar and buy Wingspan. There you go. Uh, also, Jody, you want to shout Wingspan. out Fearology? Uh, yeah, Fearology is my uh, solo podcast I do uh, once a month currently. Uh, there's like five, <laughs> there's like four or five episodes out. Check it out. Uh, it's, uh, it's on Anchor and uh, Spotify. Uh, also, silence your cell phones. Yep. Uh, shout out to our friends Jared Hubbard and Kevin Shelton for all they're they're cinephiles. They love movies and they tell you about movies on a weekly basis. They have a YouTube show that runs live, I believe, every Wednesday night, possibly Thursday, or whenever they damn well please, because they're grown men, they choose their own lives, and that I appreciate that. But yeah, silence your cell phones. Available again also through Anchor FM, Spotify, and wherever good podcasts are found. And hopefully soon we'll be able to add another podcast to that mm-hmm. list. Um we're, we're we're hoping to have a replacement yep. uh, here in the next yep. few weeks. Soon. At least. Coming soon. Coming soon. It's called Brady versus the world. Brady, tell them about it. <laughs> tell them about Brady versus the world. Like I said before, I have to keep up my brand. I am the uh, you know straight white guy without a podcast. Uh, and of course, we're going to keep that going. Uh, well, wink, wink. At yep. least you now have Tony Storm's OnlyFans to keep you. Soul you. Yeah. Well, it doesn't come out until like the. Like a, you're one of those three fans that's gonna say Hulk Hogan was a heel before he was a face. How okay? So yeah, you're the one with like the Tony Storm only fan. And- no, I did. I don't know anything pre pre WWF, sir. Uh, like anything at all? No, yeah, anything at all. That's oh well, my. Okay, thank you, gentlemen. Vince McMahon, for allowing for history and time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you never seen a shark cage, Max Brady? No. Oh man, that's the seventies. Thank you. More interrupting the finale. <laughs> okay, go, okay, he's, everybody. He's watching me. He's waiting. Everybody, for me. everybody, everybody silence. Go for it. Thank you, everybody, for coming on. We appreciate it. Sharing your memories of uh, Scott Hall. And until next time. Cheers, huh? Cheers. Cheers to the bad guy. <laughs>